Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we continue this season of believing God for immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. We've been leaning into what it means to trust God with the dreams He has put on our heart as we seek Him with our lives. As I continue to share the unfolding story of the Rise Collective House, I wanted to bring on Jamie Thompson. This woman has and continues to teach me so much about dreaming with God and believing Him for immeasurably more. Jamie loves the Word of God, and every time I talk to her, my faith increases because of how she walks in dependence on the Spirit. Over the past year, Jamie has served as a mentor to me as a follower and disciple of Jesus, and she's been truly a cherished voice of wise counsel to me as she has really walked closely with me in this journey with the Rise Collective House. I also just love her to death, and I'm so thankful for her friendship and the joy she brings to my life. Jamie is an incredibly impressive woman, and I'm going to let her explain to you what she does and her heart behind her life calling. So without further ado, here's my precious friend, Jamie Thompson. Well, Jamie, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. I am excited. Let's live in the light. Let's, Let's do live this. in the light. Um, you're one of my very most favorite people, and I have been really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, one because you just like infuse me with I wisdom every time we have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So to think that the people listening get to kind of have an ear to our conversation today, I'm just inviting them to the conversation. I feel the very same way about you. Thank you. Mm. Okay. So Jamie, just as a little introduction to those listening, will you just explain who you are, what you do, and what you believe God has called you to do in this season of your life? Because you've done a lot of different things. And sometimes I struggle really defining what it is that Jamie does. So put some words to it for us. Yeah. So I'm in my 40s and I live Mm -hmm. in Dallas and I've lived lots of places. I'm a mom of two teenagers and a wife of 25 years. And um, I love uh, Jesus. I love his word and I love the arts. Um, I think the arts move culture and stir the heart. And so I love artists. So Mm. what I do is I walk alongside artists um, and try to help them to go further faster. So whether that's through discipleship or uh, various kinds of resources or um, business practices or whatever is needed, that's looked a lot of different ways and seasons but Mm -hmm. that's like the core of what I'm actually doing. So I've primarily exercised that for a long time in the music space, but in the recent um, time, the Lord has um, given me vision to expand that across multiple disciplines. So Mm -hmm. um, social media, music, theater, film and television, and visual art. And so he's brought people in those spaces into my life for relationship. So that's where I serve. I love that. Jamie, you know that I'm in the performing arts industry. So just to hear about how you're championing 
so many artists and have for so many years. Um, but we have a pretty interesting story, which I wanted us to be able to share a little bit before we get into the conversation. Um, how did you find me? What did you find me doing? How did the Holy Spirit use Instagram to bring us together? Because people ask me often, they're like, how do you and Jamie know each other? And I'm like, well, this is a funny story. <laughs> I love telling it. Yes, I do too. Uh, Instagram. Yes. Um, so at the beginning of kind of the lockdown period of COVID, when we first were, I think we were flattening the curve, you know, it was that moment. Yeah. Um, I was flipping through Instagram one morning in my kitchen in my pajamas. And I think my daughter had just added you. And so I was following you, but hadn't really tuned into who you were. So what I saw as I was flipping through either stories, I think it was stories, was a screen full of college girls having Bible study. Mm. And it was just clear to me from whatever was on that story that that's what was occurring on a Zoom call. And I was like, yes, like we're in this <laughs> weird time. Everybody's had to like go to their dorms and go to their apartments and separate and everybody's kind of nervous. And these girls are up in the morning. Yeah, we are. Gathering around Studying God's the Bible. word. And I was like, yes. So it really, like I'm in my kitchen in Texas and I'm, I'm actually like hands up in the air going, yes, God, yes, get your glory, gather your people, do your thing. And um, I'm about to just scroll to the next thing, you know, and I was like, nah, I'm sending that girl a message. So I hit a message in your DMs and I don't know what I said, like, hey, I don't know you, you don't know me, but we're sisters. And I'm just like, so uh, proud of you and happy about what you're doing. And it's just causing God to get glory in Texas this morning, wanted you to know or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you actually DMed me back and then we became really good friends. And I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> and from the beginning of our friendship, um, I can't remember when you started to walk alongside me in this dream with the Rise Collective House and um, kind of just seeing God birth this thing. He really has used you to encourage me. And um, you've had a, a similar experience with someone else in your life where God has just equipped you to be able to, um, once again, do you hear that? Oh, what did I say? Yeah, this is a, this is a story about building. This is so appropriate. The construction soundtrack is happening behind us while we talk. And you were, you were asking. That is about, good. Like, I love that. See, I love that. Positive. So for those of you <laughs> listening, there's some construction happening in this New York apartment building, which is, I wish not a normal thing, but sometimes <laughs> There are many sounds you hear in New York City. Um, but Jamie made a good point. We're talking about the construction of a God dream that God's building. So if you hear that construction, may it just remind you, God builds big things. Um, so Jamie, the Lord has used you from the beginning of our friendship to encourage this dream and to walk alongside me in the journey. Uh, so I want to ask, at what point did you think that this might be a God idea and how have you seen him um, just continue to move through that? Yeah. Uh, well, I think the friendship felt like a God idea immediately because mm-hmm. yeah. that's a sweet gift of the Lord. Um, 
as you began to share with me, as we, you know, went from Instagram DMs to, hey, maybe sometime let's get on a Zoom to, hey, we're going to be in the same city. Let's meet for coffee to different levels of knowing each other. I can't remember exactly on what pace and in what places pieces of information were shared, but it was very clear to me as you shared them that it wasn't like you were looking for a job for yourself or um, something to do or, um, or a way to make a name for yourself. It was really clear to me that you were being led by the Great Commission to make disciples and that you were being led by the Holy Spirit. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's plenty for me to say, what can I do? How can I help? Yeah. How can I pray? Yeah. Yeah. The spirit has really creative God ideas. Now we've been talking about what is a God idea and what's the difference between just a good idea because we're humans with brains and lots of things that we look at all the time that could give us many good ideas. But there is the question of what's God doing and how is he moving and how can we partner with him to be a part of his ideas? Cause he's the king of the universe. So he has the best ones. Um, so I want to ask like, why, why do we want to seek God's ideas, not just our own creative ideas? Yeah. So there are these ideas in scripture, like doing whatever your hand finds to do or, um, working for the Lord and not for men and, and those kind of things kind of recur throughout scripture. And so it does raise the question, what's the difference between that and just uh, being someone who loves the Lord and loves his word and is obedient um, and does anything. Um, I think there are for each of us, um, specific things that the Lord has written into our story. And I'm going to go to Ephesians 3 for my evidence for that. This is not just like a an idea that I have, but I think it's a scriptural idea that, that the Lord gives us um, in Ephesians 3, where he says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for yeah. us to do. So that sounds like a very specific um, thing. So I think all the good works are in a way permissible, but finding which ones are really for me to do, what what are my gifts, what are the opportunities, what are the, um, you know, building blocks that you've put around me at this time and, um, you know, God, what are you going to bring into the world to glorify yourself and to make disciples and to advance the kingdom in my lifetime that you might want me to be part of. So I think that's, that's the difference between a good idea and a God idea is asking those kind of questions. I think with dreams and God ideas, something that can be dangerous for us is to look at what other people are doing and to try to think, you know, if I could only do that, or if, you know, coming up with dreams or ideas just because 
you see how God is moving in other people's lives with different gifts and different callings and who are listening to the spirit of God tell them what to do. And maybe he's telling you to do something completely different. And that's a beautiful thing as well. I want to draw a distinction between uh, comparison and um, the unique things that God has for us. So I think it is, especially when we're in the arts and we have that inner drive to kind of make our mark and to be unique and to express something that's never been expressed before, that shows up in our spiritual life too. Like, God, I want to do something brand new for you. And it may be that the God idea he has for you has been done many, many times. And he's just calling you to be attentive to something. He's hardwiring you to notice something repeatedly um, that's meant for you to notice. And it looks different for everybody. So for some people, that's some huge grand vision. Yeah. For some people, that's like, hey, I want Mm -hmm. you to be a person that intentionally smiles at every person you pass on the sidewalk. And that could be one of the big God ideas of your life. It's It's a personal thing. Yeah. Something I love that you say, Jamie, is that prayer is the work. And it really is in prayer where we hear God's voice, where we come to know where He's leading us and guiding us. And I think it can be something that feels a little hard to understand until it's put into practice because the Spirit teaches us how to pray. And I've really learned that this past year, especially with this house project of um, it takes faith even to just listen and to respond and to watch him be faithful and then to say, oh, okay, I do hear God's voice. I do hear God's voice. He's like, yes, I have put the spirit in you. So I'm with you and you hear me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think for the person listening who's like, I don't even know what that looks like to walk with the spirit and to, you know, speak to him, to talk to him. Um, You've really taught me how to pray and seek the voice of God. So I just wanted to spend a little bit of time uh, just talking about what that looks like. Um, What do those conversations look like for you in the day to day with the spirit? Yeah. Well, I just want to say, first of all, uh, this is like a thing I'm growing in. Yeah. And um, I'm certainly not perfect. And I'll have, you know, several days strung together sometimes when disconnected in this way, and then the Lord will draw me back. Um, so I just want to say that first. This, this is not something I'm perfect at practicing, but I think it's about a million little choices, a million little moments where you choose to turn toward Him. And so as He gives instruction through His Word, through maybe sermons you hear, through things that inspire you, um, through just that um, whisper of the Holy Spirit, whatever that sounds like, as you know Him. Mm. Sometimes we want to take those things and say, cool, I got it, and run off with it. And I don't think that's it. Um, I think that the Father intends for us to do our work with Him alongside. So Mm. it's like, He doesn't want us to like, you know, if my kids, if I say, hey, I want you to do an art project, um, they might grab their crayons and their paper and go to their room and do the project and then bring it back and show me. I don't think that's how the Lord 
wants me to walk when mm-hmm. he gives me an assignment. He might say, here's the crayons, here's the paper, um, you know, draw this picture. But as I draw the picture, I want to say, do you like green for this? Or do you like yeah. blue for this? Mm-hmm. And he think this house right here should be small or large. And um, like how many trees would be good and why, what's that mean? And how does your character reflected in that? And how does your word speak to that? And so the picture then becomes this beautiful thing that he draws through you. Um, and it's so much better than what you would have gone off to your room to do. Mm. And so that, that to me is the thing. It's the million little turnings you know, and whatever your assignments are, whether they're massive ones or things as simple as, hey, go to this rehearsal and have, you know, and the Lord's like, maybe try to have more meaningful interactions with people as you're there. Mm-hmm. Well, you can intend that, but you have to keep your ear tuned to him as you do it because he's going to speak. He's going to remind you of yeah. scripture. He's going to remind you of a million things as you listen a million times. Hmm. That's so good. Now we also talked about how prayer is not only the work, but also the strategy. Would you elaborate on that? So I'm going to return to the metaphor that we just used and say, um, again, it's the how. And so maybe you would receive um, an idea and you would say, I think the Lord is wanting me to, you know, move across the country and, um, you know, go to a school and learn a thing, you know, mm-hmm. to glorify him. But then in the how, um, you, you just might not come back to him over and over. And so I think prayer for the how, prayer for every piece of it, even when you think you've got it, stopping and remembering to acknowledge him, building rhythms into your day that stop you and cause you to swivel your head back in his direction, swivel your heart back in the direction of him. That's the relationship he's trying to have with us. It's not just salvation. It's not just corrective. It's fellowship. Mm -hmm. And so prayer is how we fellowship. It's coming back and saying thank you for every tiny thing. It's coming back and saying is this how is it is it this way do you like this hey friend laura lee here i wanted to take a moment to share a little bit more about rise collective women and to invite you to join us in our online community the vision of rise collective is to see women united together in christ rooted in God's word and rising up for the glory of God. We do that by cultivating community here in New York City and in our online community, Rise Collective Women Online. There's a link in the show description to join the community today. We're starting a new Bible study this week called God's Unbreakable Promises, and you don't want to miss it. There are opportunities to be a part of a virtual small group so you can study the Bible with women from wherever you are. I believe you will make friendships that could last a lifetime. Now back to today's episode.
Okay, you said fellowship, Jamie, and um, I want to lean into just how when things in our story change, when they don't necessarily go the way we thought they were going to go, how in that moment, like we do have a choice to really lean in to God and to ask him, like, what are you doing in this time? How how do you dream that I should use it for your kingdom and for your glory? How have you seen just kind of that in in this journey this past year? And how could you even encourage the person listening um, to just continue to have faith with wherever they are in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this gets really real. I mean, expectations, hopes, dreams, and when we think we're on the path, yeah, and then we find that there's a curve in the path, gets really painful and really real. And definitely, as we've walked together, um, you know, you had this amazing place the Lord had provided for you in Broadway and dream job. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like big, big dream fulfillment. And then there was a change. Mm-hmm. And I can't even imagine uh, how much that is to let go of. So I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I think you're probably the one with a lot of expertise on this topic, but, but I've seen it. I've been a witness to it as the Lord allowed you to walk through it, to process the hurt of um, unmet expectat- expectations and change. Um, and I really watched you submit yourself to the Lord and choose to believe that he's good. Mm -hmm. Even when something very bad was happening, very hard and very unfair was happening. Um, I watched you submit yourself to him and ask him, how are you being good? Just tell me, how are you being good here? What are you, if you're taking something away, what do I do with the space that it creates? How can I use it well? What do you want yeah. from me in this time? Um, I definitely saw that get really raw and um, and then really useful, really, really useful. God, God used that shift and that change to create space. So I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't know. Um, I, I think, think that's encouragement a in lot itself. about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I I think the sharing is, I feel like the Lord is really asking me to share this story right now because it's, I mean, it's encouraging to me and faith building to me to remember how God has moved and how he's continuing to show himself as faithful. And I know that other people just witnessing it and getting to be a part of that unfolding story with me that it's building their faith as well. At least I pray it's building their faith as well. Uh, so that's kind of where I want to end is um, just why and how that um, like we are filled with courage as we hear other people's stories of faith and seeking the spirit, even when um, they don't know what it's going to look like. And then you said something the other day of like coming in his name, in the name of Christ Jesus, carrying his message to the world means coming with his word. And I think that's a really important part of this encouragement and sharing our stories that it's like obviously not 
like I'm sharing God's story. This is not, this is what he's writing through my life. And my life is to give him glory. Your life, Jamie, is to give him glory. So we just get to be a light bulb to what he's doing through and in our lives. And it happens to be that he's very gracious and blesses us immensely along the way. And so all of those good, good gifts that he gives us, uh, we're just pointing to, to the father, like, this is the dude that we get to do life with and walk alongside and dream with. And he's really, really big and we can't outdream him. You always say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, what's the, why is it so important for us to um, just instill courage in other people through our stories? And how have you, how have you experienced that through this? Yeah. Um, man, there's a lot of, a lot of good things. That was a lot. (laughs) Um, I think that last, that very last question you ask is where I'm going to jump off and then I'll try to back up. So back before the difficulty that we just spoke about, which was the transition out of the dream job and into the wilderness we all walked into in COVID. Um, Even before that, there were expectations that were realized so strangely. I mean, you would think, I would think um, that when somebody wins, everybody would be excited. Yeah. Um, But that's not always what happens. You know, a lot of times when the Lord gives you platform and puts you in a spotlight, it's like the enemy wants to take that and use it to put a target on your head. And so I witnessed you watch walk through unmet expectations, um, even in seeing uh, how instead of celebrating the goodness of God in your life, um, there were a lot of people who chose to fire arrows at you. And that just has mm-hmm. to be such a, a difficult and strange thing to deal with, whether they're coming from God's people or whether they're coming from the world. Um, they all hurt. They're all real. Um, They're all distracting and surprising. And, uh, but I will say, I think in your life, for sure, what the enemy meant for evil, God meant for good, because you've already been through that now. You never have to wonder what you're going to do in criticism. You've already been there. You're so young and you've already been through it. You never have to wonder um, if you will uh, declare the name of Jesus, even when it costs you something, you've already shown that you will. And that just makes me love you more. And I hope that it's an encouragement to other people because when God gives platform, when he gives favor, it's not for the recipient. It's Mm -hmm. for the recipient to use as a pathway for the glory of God. And so you've shown your faithfulness in that, in that example. Mm -hmm. And I think as we all receive favor from the Lord, it's not for us to dance around and and say, look at this favor. It's for us to say, how can I use this moment, this platform, this opportunity to point to Jesus? Yeah. 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 I, I, something came to my mind that um, you said to me one day, I can't remember when, when or where it was or how it was, how it was said, maybe I'm, quoting it wrong and you can fix it for me, but you said something of like, I don't want to be a glory stealer. Yeah. We are yeah. glory stealers. We are. Like we, that's our, we want to, we want to steal the glory. We want it to be about us. Yeah. Uh, we, we all want we a just, me show. Yeah. We all want a me show, but it's, he's just so much better than me. He's so much better. <laughs> he's so much better. He's so much more worthy. It's such, it's such yeah. a better gift to give to others than 
just, just me. Um, and yeah. <laughs> now Jamie, the, this podcast season, I keep going back to Ephesians 3, 20 through 21 that says, you know, um, now to him who can do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. And the two last parts of this are what I want to lean into really quick mm-hmm. that say, according to his power at work within us, to him yeah. be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout mm-hmm. all generations forever and ever. Amen. Yes. I mean, I think that ties like it, I think that goes along with exactly what we were saying that it is to him be the glory mm-hmm. and it's not, it's not through our own power or strength that we are able to, you know, do the things that he asks us to do and to, mm-hmm. to walk in obedience to um, how, how he's calling us to live. Like, it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit in us that mm-hmm. we can't even listen well without his power in us, enabling us to listen. Um, yeah, it's really all, it's, it, it's really all about him. Like yeah. for us to see and know and love one another is good and right as brothers and sisters and to have admiration for people and respect for people. Yes. But that's got to be a portal um, through which we can see the glory of God, because it's a terrible thing for someone to admire me, to admire you and for it to terminate there. We have nothing in and of ourselves. We're mortal. We're flawed. We're sinful. Uh, We have no actual power disconnected. I mean, uh, uh, John 15 tells us he's the vine where the branches apart from him, we can do nothing. And so all those things are just, uh, yeah, they're just to point to the one who actually is worthy. And then to the vision piece of that, um, I would say we talk about this a lot. We have a few things that would be like our, if we were going to go get friend tattoos, it would be like <laughs> prayer is the work. <laughs> um, and you then cannot I dream God. This one. <laughs> you cannot dream God. And I steal that from the great Scottish pastor, uh, Thomas Chalmers. Um, and his, the way he expressed that is regardless of how large your vision is too small. Wow. And I take great comfort in that because everything seems so big to me. Every idea that I have to gather courage for seems so big. And I just think, wait, men of God have come before me and they've left this word for us, regardless of how large your vision is too small. Yeah. Well, you, you encourage me so much, Jamie, with the way that you, with the way that you walk with the spirit, but then the way you just stand on the truth of God's word, that it just comes out of your mouth (laughs) all of the time. It's how you encourage me. You don't just like, you know, use your expertise of more life lived and more dreams executed to tell me how to best take the next step. You're just not interested in um, giving me your, your ideas. (laughs) You're like, how can God champion champion what you're doing and what does he say? How does he dream? And we can see all of that in his word. Like 
there's some stories, story after story after story of him doing immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. So I just want to say thank you for, for walking with me, for your friendship, for your faith, for your relationship with Jesus. I just, you, your inner life with him is overflowing to how you are pouring into those around you. And it's a gift. Thank you. Well, I, I just I, say again, I wish you guys could, could have a Jamie in your life. Oh, I, the Lord has uh, mentors for everybody and relationships for everybody. But yes, he does. Um, thank you for saying that. It's the best thing you could say. But um, yeah, I love C.S. Lewis made the point that you can never get to Narnia the same way twice. Yeah. It's always a different entrance. And so it'd be very little use for me to tell you how I did something the best thing I can tell you is who helped me. Thanks for listening, friend. If you are loving living in the light, would you subscribe to the podcast? It means so much to me because it helps more people find the show. And I want others to be as encouraged as I am by the stories that God is writing. Do you want more information about how to be a part of the Rise Collective House? There's an interest form in the show description, and when you fill that out, I'll send you more information about life in the house. I'm going to close today's episode by reading Ephesians 3, verses 20 through 21. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all that we ask or imagine, according to His power that is at work within us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. As always, go in light and in love, and I'll talk to you next week.